am Jasmine Nicole. And I'm Jenny Marie Batistin. And we are the mother-daughter duo who have started Vividly Confident Life Coaching. And we're on a mission to help mothers and daughters increase their body positivity, self-love, and confidence. And through that repair and build stronger intergenerational relationships between mothers and daughters and the whole family. It's been a real journey of love getting to connect with other women through our coaching and so often being able to bring that back to the mother-daughter relationship and encourage generational love, understanding, and healing has been an amazing and joyous thing. We started on this mission because as Jasmine was growing up, so many of my friends, colleagues, and others around me would often ask, how do you have such a great relationship with your daughter? We always got along well, we had a lot of fun, and we seemed to have a lot of great conversations. It was really great getting to grow up with a mom who was so supportive and open about talking through these things that I saw my friends struggling with every day. Uh, You know, growing up in Los Angeles, uh, I did the classic thing where I decided as a kid I wanted to be an actor because we were in L.A., Um, which, you know, really is your in your formative years exposes you to a lot of harsh Uh, focus on what your appearance is. So having a mom and a trusted person beyond that, who I could talk to every day about how I was feeling, was really great. But I noticed that the people around me didn't have that so much. They felt like their relationships with their mother was more critical, more judgmental, and put a lot of pressure on them to live up to what they hope for in their daughter's lives. So by starting this coaching, we hope to open up those conversations and really dig deeper into, you know, why you have those negative thoughts about your body, um, how you can start to heal them, and how you can start to even reach out to your own mother and heal her body image. Um, It has been incredible, and it opens up joy again in the way that we live in our bodies and we take up space, and we're okay with that now um, is the goal. Yeah, and, you know, it was just really great to walk along with Jasmine and her journey and just to learn to be self-reflective of my own journey, which I have to say goes back to my relationship that I watched with my own mother and watching my grandmother with my mother. You know, I can remember those dreaded visits home to visit my grandmother and remembering, okay, I'm going to walk through this door and either she's going to make a comment about my hair, that my bangs are in my face, or gee, you got a little pooch going on on your stomach, or oh dear, honey, you're getting a little hippie. So my own mother watched her mother be very critical, and my mom tried to really stop some of that dialogue. But, you know, I think it's really hard when you grow up with that, that, you know, it's just kind of a common dialogue. And my mother struggled with that and certainly struggled with her own weight. And I watched that. And I can remember going for that dreaded bathing suit season as a kid and, you know, being excited when I was 13 that I had found a swimsuit that was a two-piece. It was going to be the first two-piece that I was going to wear and walking out to show my mom that I'm really excited about. And her first comment is not one that was really positive in nature. And I think at that point, I started to adopt then a dialogue of looking in the mirror and going like, oh, this is awful. 
And then moving on into my 20s and realizing, you know what, I need to have a better relationship with my body and struggling to really make sure that I had a good relationship with my body. But more importantly, I didn't want to pass that along to Jasmine. And certainly there were times that I think I did a a decent job. I'm sure Jasmine can let us know of, you know, really trying to be positive with her. But the challenge I had was I quite hadn't gotten there with my own self. And so she would watch me and see some of the things that I would do. For example, just trying, I was trying to eat healthier, but I think it looks more like a diet, which would cause her to question. And, you know, it was an evolving thing. And certainly, you know, here in the 1990s, you know, body image, you know, was still a, a thing of like looking for that perfect size too. And with Jasmine moving into the entertainment industry at about age three and a half, you know, that was more scrutinized. And then I went back into the entertainment industry and recognizing that, you know, my managers were asking about like, hey, do I think I could get back to my size two? And I was a good size six or size eight. And I I looked pretty healthy, but, you know, that size two and you're constantly aiming for that. And then going on set with Jasmine, who, you know, is at four and a pretty healthy looking four year old girl and watching other mothers criticize their daughter for a little bit of a stomach, which is totally normal, you know, at four years old. And just cringing at that and wanting to know, like, hey, I don't want her to observe that and worry about her weight or her image. And so it's an interesting dance that we do. And I think, you know, we've moved definitely in a much better positive light, um, but it's still a struggle with social media that's out there and all the filters that are out there. It is so easy to get caught in that trap of, well, let me just filter this. Let me just, um, you know, create you know, a little bit more artificial. And gosh, we've certainly seen celebrities who will do the, hey, this is what my cover looked like, but here's really how I look like. And you can see how, you know, the industry certainly is, you know, changing body image and trying to create something, you know, of perfection that just isn't real. So really helping moms catch their own dialogue has been inspiring to do both in our coaching work and also as a licensed marriage family therapist, uh, really helping moms understand what are my negative cognitions? How am I uh, wrestling through those to find a more positive message for my own self? And what am I communicating to my daughter? Even if I'm not being critical, even if I'm not saying like, oh, you know, you shouldn't wear that because, you know, it really doesn't fit you or you need to lose a little bit of weight. It's really helping mothers understand what are they, you know, what's, what are they portraying? What are they struggling with and how are their daughters observing and watching that? And so I love just, you know, that process of really inspiring a dialogue between mothers and daughters, inspiring a dialogue with your own self. And out of that grows joy. And the work that we do each day, I think, brings a lot of joy to us when we see those breakthrough moments in our own clients. And especially right now, as the whole world is recovering and entering back into public spaces, you know, we're finding that everybody is really starting to compare themselves to what their body was like before quarantine, before the pandemic. And there's all of these companies and ads cropping up right now that are pushing the message that, you know, you got to get back to your pre 
pre-pandemic body. Um, and that's really not a healthy way to look at it. So, you know, being able to reach out and start the conversation and help mothers support their daughters in recognizing that, you know, this body that you have, it got you through something traumatic. It got you through an experience and you survived it and you are still going and you should be, we can be thankful for this body and not want to change it. Um, and really focusing instead on like, okay, well, maybe I haven't been nourishing myself properly during this because of the stress. So how can we start to reclaim our eating patterns so that we have energy again and we, you know, feel ready to face the day and go out into the world with confidence? And this is one of the areas that I love watching with my own daughter of how she's inspired a new dialogue uh, that I'm adopting for my own self, you know, so when I feel stressed and maybe I want to go to the ice cream, ice cream and I can eat the ice cream and that's okay. And I really try to help my clients understand you can eat the ice cream, but how are you going to feel after you eat that ice cream? Are you going to feel a little bit bloated? You know, is that really how you want to feel? So eat the ice cream if you want to eat the ice cream. Don't beat yourself up if you eat the ice cream. Just recognize how does my body feel? And maybe I want to choose something that is a little bit more nourishing. Maybe I want to have some chia pudding or maybe I want to have some fresh fruit or make myself a smoothie that has some really great protein powder in it. Um, so really learning to understand, like, how can I, like, tweak that language with myself? And I think the biggest piece, too, is as we're coming out of this pandemic, when I look in the mirror, am I embracing my body that did get us through this traumatic experience? And I love how Jasmine inspires me every day to watch, how am I talking about this? How am I uh, looking at my own self in the mirror? And how am I helping mothers look in the mirror and see themselves differently and thereby communicate to their daughters? reclaiming the joy in your appearance, reclaiming the joy that your body can bring to your life, reclaiming the joy in eating instead of it being something you're worried about or you have to do. You know, there's there's so much that, you know, through negative self-talk and negative internalizations, we strip the joy out of it. So really through vividly confident coaching, we just we want to help everybody return to a place where we can find joy in those things again. And I think the other way that we're trying to inspire and joy in others really too is like, you know, how can I have just general self-love for myself and be confident in just stepping out of maybe our comfort zone sometimes, whether it's, hey, I want to try a new career path or I want to go back to school and maybe there's doubt that starts to creep in. So how can we help people be confident, vividly confident that they can step into that new opportunity. And, you know, hey, we might get started in something and we have to give it a few tries. That's okay. Um, but to know that if we put our time into something, we're going to get progress. And today's a great day to start because we'll be one step closer to whether it's that new career or finishing a degree or accomplishing some other you know, hobby, whether it's picking up, you know, oh, I really want to pick up and learn how to do sewing again, you know, just get started, just have the confidence that I can take one baby step today, and I'll be closer to accomplishing whatever it is that I'd like to put back into my life. 
So if what we've been saying uh, has really resonated with you in any way and you find that you're ready to have an open and honest conversation in a supportive environment, or if you know someone who you think would really benefit from that, you know, we are we are here and ready to share these joyous conversations with you to seek out more self-love in yourself, uh, to build that confidence you might be missing. Uh, and overall, just, you know, spread the joy of our mother-daughter relationship, hopefully, to your mother-daughter relationship. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.